Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, 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 thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports. Great to have you with us, wherever you are listening, coast to coast, border-to-border and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. That's right, 500 outlets, 177 countries on AFN. And uh, wherever you are, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, Whatever branch you are with, you're doing a great job. And uh, we want to make sure you stay safe and uh, come home uh, very, very soon. We are also on sportsbyline.com as we stream along. Uh, and uh, you can listen to us uh, that way as well. Come on in and get at us. Uh, also on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, twitch.tv. There I am with my little high def cam. It's all there. <laughs> Other which you can put your coat hanger into your toaster, make sure it's not plugged in, put it out the window and see if you get the show. Uh, we'll get to you that way as well. Uh, we have a really big shoe today, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, size 19. After a quick break, we'll be joined by comedian slash actor Michael Rappaport. He's been on the show several times. We were trying to get him in studio because he's here in town at Cobbs. Maybe I can get him to come in tomorrow and co-host with me. How much does it pay? Nothing, but we'll try. <laughs> big fan of uh, rap. We have the Prairie View A&M head basketball coach Byron Smith. We also have Dustin Hurt for this new season of Gold Rush Whitewater on the Discovery Channel. Uh, director uh, Robert B. Weedy. He is, uh, uh, of course, the guy who did a lot of the Curb seasons. And he's now have a new film about Kurt Vonnegut. Amelia Davis, who's head of the late Jim Marshall Estate. Great rock and roll photographer. Chris Kattan joins me again. It's been a while for Chris. He has a new movie called 40 Love. And then we'll have Against the Number handicapper Noah Parker. He's going to give me some NBA analysis. So a really big show. 1-800-878-PLAY is the toll-free number to call. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, football, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back with Michael Rappaport. 
welcome to Furniture Depot. And you, come on in. Yes? Couches are oh, flying off the floor at Cheyenne's Furniture Store. Sarah, can you go over to dining sets, please? She needs more sales associates before shoppers take their seats elsewhere. Can somebody get me a price check on trundle beds? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Is your prostate waking you up more often than your alarm clock? The fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart. Visit prostateoneperday.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. So great to welcome back to the show comedian and actor Michael Rappaport uh, doing uh, stand-up shows here this weekend at Cobb's Comedy Club. He's got a a couple tomorrow. He's got some Saturday shows as well. Of course, Cobb's down there on uh, Columbus Street, the big room in town. And uh, 
And a wrap, we tried to get you in studio, so I'm just giving you an open invitation. If you feel like it tomorrow, somewhere between 9 and noon, you want to come in, co-host, talk a little NBA, the offer's on the table. What about what about Saturday? You guys working Saturday? Do not work Saturday. Saturday. Do not work uh, Saturday. Ah, damn it. I couldn't get an early flight out. I Trust me, I wanted to come. I couldn't get an early flight out. And, you know, with all these flights being canceled, it's, it's so crazy. But... I would love to do that, and I promise you, when when the time is when when I'm in when I'm up there at the right time, I promise you, I'll do it because I would love to talk hoops, talk NFL, talk whatever you want. Uh, uh, you know, I always appreciate the support. I know it would be a fantastic show. Not that it's not fantastic without me, <laughs> but I just think for a couple hours, we we we, we can make magic. All right, not to be a stalker, but I'll throw this at you. I'm going to be in New York for Army-Navy. You'll be coming back from Rochester. Maybe I could see, uh, are you going to do any sets locally? Most likely. If uh, if you hit me and let me know when you're... uh... When you're in New York City, we'll, we'll, we could definitely do that. Uh, I'm proud because I'm always doing set. Awesome. All right. Uh, can I have your home address and your underwear size, too? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'll give it to you right <laughs> So uh, the, the tour, uh, the, the Michael Rappaport tour, man, how, how has it been going And uh, as, you, as you get back out there? It's been great. You know, I'm having a great time. Uh, I've been all over the place, uh, Philly, Orlando. I'm pumped about being in uh, San Francisco this weekend at Cobbs. And then next weekend, I'm in my own city in New York City performing at Caroline's on Broadway. So Michael Rappaport is live on Broadway. But I just love it. You know, I love I love doing stand-up. I love the unpredictability of every show, good, bad, and indifferent. Um you know, it, it keeps me on my toes. I try to keep the audience on their toes, and it's just fun. And, you know, as far as COVID, you know, each city has their different restrictions and rules and regulations. Florida, it's as if it did, doesn't exist yeah. and never existed. Um, and, you know, California is, you know, different from New York. So, it, you know, you just uh, you, you, you adapt, you change. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I love doing the the, uh, the shows. But, you know, I you know, the first place I ever – you know, did a, a a weekend was at Cobb. So it's, it's, uh, it's my first time being back there since I don't know when it was like two or three years ago. But um, I'm pumped to be at Cobb's this weekend. You know, you have one of those personalities that you talk about adaptability. You're one of those guys that I mean, I've had you on the show many times, never met you in person, but I, it's just you're one of those guys. We we feel like we know you. You know, you feel like you're one of the fellas. You know, you don't. You're not uh, highfalutin. You're not big league in anybody. So I would imagine people see you on the street, and they're like, "Yo, Mike!" And you're like, "Do I know you?" But like, no, I know you all the time. Yeah, all the time. And, and, and there's they, they, it is very sort of matter of fact and personable, and it does catch me off guard because sometimes you know you'll see a face that looks like maybe a face that maybe you you know you you came across or. And, you know, people are like, yo, what's up, Mike? And I'm like, what's up? And then they're like, I'm a, I, I, I love friends. And I'm like, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, but I just try to treat people, uh, uh, you know, nice. You know, uh, I don't get bothered by being recognized. It's it's part of the, uh, the game. And, you know, I've been doing this for so long that if I wasn't getting recognized, I'd have bigger fish to fry. So I really appreciate any... <laughs> You know, any contact with fans and, you know, and, 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 you know, people want pictures. Everybody's, uh, you know, 
and Nancy, uh, you know, everybody's a, you know, photographer these days, mm-hmm. but you know, you just take them and, 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 you know, like I truly try to appreciate every, every exchange I have with, with, with people. You know, for me, and I'm not as big as you obviously, but in the Bay area, when people see me, they, and they do the same thing they go, Hey Rick. And I'm like, do I know you? But they, they want to talk sports because that's how they know me. I did the Oakland A's and the, the Raiders pre and post game shows. So that's all I want to talk about, even though, you know, there's, much more to me, but that's how they know me. So I get it. So I talk sports with them. For you, though, you have so many different areas of your career. What do people usually want to talk about with you? It's all over the board. It could be politics because, you know, I've spoken so so much about politics. It could be sports. It could be movies. It could just be, you you know, a lot of times it's, you know, in New York, the Knicks. Um, it, It could be anything. It's all over the place. It could be, you know, this movie or that movie or you know, an Instagram, uh, it could be Kevin Durant. It could, it, it's all across the board. And, and, you know, like I said, I really am just appreciative that, that people want to have anything to do with me. Uh, uh, and I, 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 like I said, I try not to, uh, uh, I try to give everybody their, their, their time because I know what it means to, you know, go up to people and, and people that I admire, you know, and I do it to this day. You know, I, you know, if I see somebody I like or respect, I'll say something to them. And, you, you know, you don't want, you know, a whole song and dance, uh, you know, a book where you just, you know, you want to give somebody their respect and you keep it moving. And I try to, you know, give it back when, when people give it to me. Very cool. You know, you speak about the Knicks when they were at five and one, you know, Sam Marill saying best team in the East. Then they lose a couple games in a row, but still five and three. How, how are your Knickerbockers? What do you think about this year? The Knicks, you know, they're, they're good. You know, they, the thing I like about the team is they are a team. They're not a one-man band. They play together. They bought into the system. They're feisty. Uh, uh, they all seem to really enjoy and appreciate and understand what it means to play in New York City. There's a lot of scrutiny. Uh, the fans of, uh, of the New York Knicks are, are, you know, they're tough. We have been beaten down. We've been disappointed. We've been, uh, uh, we've been mis- misled. Uh, we've been led astray. So uh, to have these young kids that really understand and appreciate the crowd, appreciate the craziness, appreciate the criticism, appreciate the vibe and the energy that's in Madison Square Garden, and they seem to love playing for the Knicks, it goes a long way. Let alone with the fact that they're, you know, they're they're playing well. You know, I don't think we're at championship level yet, but at least we have some integrity and some dignity and some scrappiness and some toughness and some pieces to get us on, on our way. And, and we, haven't, we haven't had anything like that in a, in a long time. So I'm happy about that, and I'm happy for the fans, the other fans of New York, uh, because we're finally able to enjoy basketball in, in Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, and that's a fact. Well, I wanted to ask you, this is my last question. I'm going to the Garden on December 14th because my Warriors will be in town. I'll be in town, so i got to go to that game. And I've been to the Barclays Center. I've been outside MSG many times. I've never actually been in. And, and they always say, oh, wow. yeah, they always say there's nothing like a Knicks game. And the, the New York fans know more about your team than you do. You know, there's that whole vibe. So what's that going to be like? Because Curry usually goes for 50 at the Garden. Because he knows. You, you, you know, listen, there's, there's so many great arenas and so many great historical franchises in the NBA but the Madison Square Garden is the only arena with all of its history intact. That building is where Muhammad Ali fought Joe Frazier. That building that you're going to walk into is where Willis Reed came out to compete in Game 7 for that moment that the great Marv Albert called, here comes Willis, here comes Willis. That is the building 
uh, where JFK spoke. That is the building that Frank Sinatra, uh, uh, you know, sang in and Billy Joel continues to sell out. And, you know, the Boston Garden is gone. Even Oracle is gone. The fabulous forum is gone. gone. Chicago Stadium is gone. And, and there's nothing like it, you know. And, and there's sick fans all over. All over. You know, every, every city's got crazy fans, great fans, you know, if, if the team is playing well. But there's just something a little bit different about New York City fans uh, for, for the Knicks and, and being in Madison Square Garden. It's a historical monument, you know. It, it, it's like going into, you know, a historical building, and you feel that. But it's obviously it's updated and all that stuff, but you just you feel it. And, and, and when you look up at the roof, that is the building that Andre the Giant and, and Hulk Hogan – uh, went at it, it, it you know, in, in WWE. So it has that feeling in there. Great stuff. Michael Rappaport, make sure to check him out at Cobb's Comedy Club this weekend right here in San Francisco. And, uh, yeah, next month I might stalk you, so get ready, Mike. I would, I, would love, I would love to do it face-to-face. And if we're in New York at the same time, any show, all drinks, pretzels, hot dogs, are <laughs> all me. All right, very good, my friend. Michael Rappaport, everyone. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. I'm Bob. Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 it doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome to the show uh, head men's basketball coach of Prairie View A&M, Byron Smith. He's here to talk about a couple things. One of them is uh, coaches versus racism. It's a uh, nonprofit leading the charge to end systemic racism in sports and also about the HBCU Round Ball Classic, a first-of-a-kind series that's going to bring HBCU's basketball teams and Big Ten teams together. Uh, Coach, welcome to the show. First of all, uh, last week I had Ken Houston on the show, and we were talking about your school and all the great football players that have come through there. And I think a lot of times a- uh, Prairie View A&M doesn't get its, its due for how many great alums you have. Yeah. Uh, good morning, uh, Rick. Thank you for having me uh, on the show. But yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's got a um, rich tradition uh, in terms of you know alumni, you know, athletic, and just you know out into um, in our society that are doing great things, engineers. I mean, so forth and so on. So um, got a got a rich tradition here. But I agree. You know, sometimes you kind of get <clears throat> overlooked a little bit. Um, but definitely, we've I think we've had a uh, a, a huge impact uh, our alums uh, on our society, both sport uh, and in the workplace. So let's talk about a couple acronyms here. CVR, as I mentioned, coaches versus racism, which is uh, trying to confront Sears, social injustice, economic divide, equality reform, and systemic racism. We know these last few years that the uh, tide has turned in some areas about getting the word out, getting the movement out. And uh, I guess this is uh, something that is, uh, you know, piggybacked on that. It's great timing for it. So what, what, uh, what is it about coaches versus racism that uh, has your involvement? Um, I mean, obviously just, you know, kind of being at, at an HBCU, um, you know, being around, 
predominantly minority students, not only African-American, but, uh, you know, Hispanic. Um, and just, you know, you know, all the issues that are going on in our society today, you know, they, um, they affect uh, people that look like, uh, <laughs> you know, our student-athletes here, our students. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk, you know, going around, you know, just, uh, we're just trying to make this a better place. So we want to be agents for change. Uh, to continue the conversation. I think if the conversation stays alive, I think that there's a chance for change uh, and for the system to be better. Um, and it just, just to have a level playing field. You know, I guess from my standpoint is in, in coaching, um, you know, that maybe to have some opportunities to do some other things at some other, other institutions. I mean, I'm quite happy here for you to be the head coach, be the face of the program. But, you know, if you're motivated by challenges, uh, you know, you, maybe at some point in time you'd like to have a chance to move on to maybe to another another program uh, and see how well you would do there. They get that profile's a little bit, it may be higher or better than, than what we have here in the Southwest Athletic Conference. So from that standpoint, to uh, to be on a level playing field, um, uh, as far as our student athletes go, to uh, you know make them aware uh, of a lot of the injustices that are going on and to make them cautious and aware uh, to be careful, you know, with where they're going and. Uh, there are situations uh, that involve law enforcement. You know, if you get pulled over, routine traffic stops. Be respectful. Uh, understand that you know that the, uh, the, the how, how sensitive uh, you know things are right now, just in terms of relationships between police officers and and, and patrons, and uh, they're a little bit on edge. And and I think you know uh, you know our individuals are a little bit on edge with just some of the things that are going on. But uh, just to make our guys aware that they need to be respectful to try to defuse any situation, be as respectful as you possibly can. Uh, but just to raise the awareness uh, of, of our student athletes. Um, and, but, but also, um, again, you know, as I said before, just to be on a level playing field and maybe be afforded some of the opportunities that some of um, our counterparts are, are getting uh, in, the, in, in this coaching profession. You mentioned the SWAC, and people don't know, Prairie View is one of the oldest schools in the nation, founded just after the Civil War. You guys have been in that conference basically over 100 years now. But, for you know, I'm not familiar with your big rival. Is your big rival Texas Southern because you're both Texas schools? Correct. Okay. So Correct. it's uh, the uh, the Tigers and the Panthers. I throw them in a cage? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. All right. So as I mentioned, the HBCU round ball uh, classic coming up um, and with the Big Ten, this is pretty exciting. Big Ten's great basketball conference. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of the premier conferences in the country. Um, you know, we've got a lot of great basketball conferences. But, uh, you know, for us, you know, anytime you have an opportunity to go out and compete, uh, you know, against some of the very best, uh, you know, in the country, you want to do that. You know, you want to be challenged as a coach. Uh, to have a chance to coach against some of the best coaches in the country. Um, but also for your student-athletes, when you recruit them, you tell them you're going to play a very competitive schedule. Um, you're going to get an opportunity to get a lot of exposure, TV exposure, national exposure, because of the schedule that we play. So we welcome it. It gets us prepared. Uh, it gives us a gauge as to who we are and where we are as a program and as a team. Uh, we fared well in the past, um, you know, against some of the, the bigger conferences. And uh, we're going to continue to do that. We're going to continue to play as a competitive schedule as we possibly can. It can only help you and only make you better. What, what does that do for your players, these young men working so hard, you know, some of them still teenagers, to say, we're going to D.C., 
Uh, we're going to play the Wolverines, University of Michigan. Juwan Howard, the Wolverine legend, is the head coach. I mean, how mouthwatering is that an experience for them and the chance for the upset? Well, for me, first and foremost, it, 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 it's exciting for me. I have an opportunity. It's not Byron Smith, Juwan Howard, but it's, uh, it's, two, it's two African-American coaches that – uh, are, are competing uh, to kind of prove themselves. Juwan coming from a you know, storied NBA career, uh, obviously an assistant coach with Miami Heat, you know, had a chance to win championships there. Uh, so I know, but you know, a lot of NBA coaches, a lot of NBA players, they become coaches uh, and move on from the NBA to college. They sometimes they don't fare well. But I say, and I've said this before, Juwan Howard has um, done one of the best coaching jobs uh, I think in the country in his tenure at Michigan. Uh, and I have a lot of a tremendous amount of respect for him. So for me, it's uh, it's exciting to have an opportunity to match wits uh, for 40 minutes against uh, his wits, and maybe to even learn some things. But for our players, I think it, it gives them an opportunity just to, like I said, have a gauge as to really where you are as a player. Uh, and then some of them sometimes are a bit surprised that the gap is not as big as some people may think, or that they may think in terms of, um, you know being at a prairie view and maybe having an opportunity to play at a place like Michigan. So I think on both fronts from the, our coaching staff to go against a great staff and then our players to be able to go against quality guys, some of the best players in the country. I think it's exciting. Uh, and we, I think both sides are looking forward to the matchup. No doubt. Last question for you. You guys play at uh, the William Nix building, which was built in the early sixties. And of course, if you were a pro stadium, they'd want to, get something new something from the 60s is too old so i i I know it's gone through a couple renovations and it's a kind of a boutique stadium about whatever seven thousand fans is it just the right size for you guys too small too big what do you think perfect you know Mm -hmm. i mean i I sometimes wish that we could just play uh games with no fans because i think our guys are a lot more locked in and focused and they concentrate better so uh, but obviously, you know, in all, all seriousness, you, you, you want to um, have an opportunity to put a, a good product out on the floor and, and, and to be able to be entertaining, to be uh, fun, you know, for your fans, family, alumni. Um, but I, I think that we've been able to create a pretty good uh, home court advantage, uh, you know, in, in the next building. So it's been great for us. Um, they have touched it up a little bit and, and made some uh, some improvements, some uh, some renovations. So we're pretty happy with it. We like it. Uh, the court's 94 by 52 uh, feet uh, in width, and it's, the baskets are 10, 10 feet. So it works perfectly for us. We uh, haven't lost a, a home game here in three years in conference. Wow. Uh, so we like it. Yeah, we like it. I think it's uh, Gonzaga's number one and the most consecutive home wins, and we're number two. I think a lot of people probably don't even realize that, Rick, but that's something I think worth noting. Uh, so the Knicks building has been very good for us, and uh, we, we, we enjoy it. So it's, it's, it's perfect for us right now as long as we continue to win here. Well, I hope you beat that record as a St. Mary's guy. I don't like Gonzaga. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to make sure everybody uh, checks out the, uh, the, the uh, classic, as I'm talking about, HBCU Round Ball Classic. And uh, remember, go to coachesversusracism.org. You can get tickets there, coachesversusracism.org. And we've been speaking with Byron Smith. Lord Byron, as he's known on campus, are you? Or am I making that up? <laughs> hey, you know what? They called me that in college at the University of Houston. That was a nice article in the Houston Chronicle. So I, I kind of like that. You know, maybe, maybe we can have that. <laughs> maybe someone had already done that. Or, or maybe I can get an uh, uh, NIL deal off of that. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. All I'm right. Name, image, likeness, Lord Byron Smith, Prairie View A&M. Thanks for coming on, Coach. Appreciate it. 
Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Once again, coachesversusracism.org. Come on back on the other side. Dustin Hurt from the Discovery Channel. taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her, me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man Pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift, so my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man Pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968. Oh, come now, don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Oh, that is some, that's some mean stuff. That really hurts my feelings. Not. Uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Great to have you with us. And uh, you know how close we are with the Discovery Channel. Uh, we want to bring in our next guest. It is Dustin Hurt. And uh, Dustin Hurt is here to talk about a brand new season of Gold Rush Whitewater. It's going to be premiering tomorrow night at 9 o'clock Eastern and Pacific on Discovery and Discovery Plus, which, of course, is that great uh, streaming service uh, as well. Uh, Dustin, welcome to the show. Uh, I know you guys go back to the Chilkat Mountains, which most Americans don't even know about because Alaska is so vast and unexplored. Are you ever out there and, and you know, feel like you're on the surface of the moon because it's, uh, it's all lawless and there's no paramedics? You're all on your own, aren't you? Yeah, we're a long ways from civilization in any direction. Uh, actually, we can see more of Canada than we can Alaska from where we're at. And uh, it's just in the middle of nowhere is what it is. So when you think about gold, we know about uh, Gold Rush. We know about Whitewater. So you can think, is this somebody panning for gold beneath a waterfall? Or are these guys <laughs> in rafts going down the river, like putting a net in trying to get gold? Not so much those two things, but how do you combine it? So we have these dredges, and they're basically underwater vacuum cleaners, and we get in rapid white water, and uh, we dive underneath the water, underneath waterfalls, and we dig by hand, rock by rock, and uh, we're searching for gold. Sometimes we find it, sometimes we don't. So you and your dad, Fred, you've been doing this, and then your dad announced that uh, he's going to do something else on his own, right? Yes, he uh, he started. He's just about. He's seven, I think he's seventy nine this year, and he's trying to keep up with us doing all this physical activity. And I just does. He just doesn't have it in him. But he he's he had to back out of running a crew this year. So we uh, I went ahead and hired a second crew to cover what they were going to dig. And Fred is no longer running a crew out there. So twice the crew, twice the chance of scoring something, but then, of course, twice the cost of running it, right? Well, it's, uh, I mean, we don't, so unlike a whole bunch of huge mines, we don't have a giant uh, overhead. We're running basically lawnmower engines on these little vacuums, these dredges, and uh, it, 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 it can increase uh, the cost of everything, but still it's minimum compared to actual gold mining crews and sites so you're responsible for basically eight people now and so when they come in do they think oh this is going to be fun and we're all going to get rich and then what 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 are maybe one or two of the things you warn them about first about just how dangerous this is so you try to tell the person that's just showed up hey this is dangerous and uh you're gonna have to keep you're gonna keep you gotta keep yourself in the moment all the time, and you have to worry about things you've never worried about before. And I tell them, and this is what I I, I learned as well, is the the time you want to panic is the only time you can't panic, mm. and that's the big thing that that we have out there is if you're if you feel like you need to panic, that's the only time you're not allowed to panic, and uh, that's been keeping us alive basically. 
How about your most perilous moment? When did you get close enough to maybe meeting your demise out in the wilderness? I don't remember what season it was, but I was letting down a dredge with a little come-along cable, and it snapped on me, and I literally almost went backwards over a 50-foot waterfall, and I thought I broke all my ribs on one side, but uh, one of my guys was able to stop the dredge from going over the cliff and uh, saved my life, and that was a big deal for me. Wow. A couple more questions uh, for Dustin Hurt. Gold Rush, Whitewater, going to be uh, premiering tomorrow at 9 o'clock on the Discovery Channel, Discovery Plus. Um, for for you, you know, you think, well, you know, I'm an old hand at this. Uh, I know what to do. Uh, I can feel it in my bones. But is you, you don't ever want to get complacent, whatever your career is. So how do you adjust, and, and how has it maybe changed equipment-wise or strategy-wise? Uh, the dangers get worse and worse. I can, I can vouch for that. It gets worse and worse every year. It's almost like uh, we step it up a different level every year, and I never get comfortable with being out there. It, no one ever does. If you do, you've, you've lost your mind a little bit. So you got to actually watch for that. If somebody's too comfortable, you need to pull them back a little bit or else they'll get very well injured or killed, and you have to you just you just have to watch for that quite a bit so uh, you know with with your near accident as you said something snap what is the dumbest thing you've ever seen anybody do out there ah you know when we pull on a cable uh, i don't think people realize how much stored energy is in a cable and they'll stand right next to it while pulling thousands and thousands of pounds Mm. and if that cable were to pop it'll cut your head right off your body and I don't think people understand how powerful. I, I wish I could show them exactly what would happen if it hit a body, but that, that, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you can just, like, cut a guitar string to say this is a mi- yeah. mini version of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, I, I, you know, I think most people would assume that you guys are out there in the summer, but, I mean, you're getting snowed on. So I, what does that work when winter starts coming in? Does that kind of ruin everything? Yes, uh, the, the cliffs around us are about 400 feet tall, and then the mountain keeps going up thousands of feet. So if there's any kind of snow up there and it slips, it destroys everything below it. There's nothing survives, uh, not a tree, not a rock. It smashes everything. And you just can't be down there safely in any way, shape, or form underneath all that ice and snow. It, you just can't do it. What kind of varmints are out there? <laughs> we, uh, we run into bears all the time. Mm. Every now and again, there's a big moose that'll come around, and it uh, they they get a little weird. And I, I think the, the the moose are very curious, so they want to get close, but they're scared of you at the same time. And if you've ever been close to actual moose, they're huge and terrifying. Mm-hmm. So the bears we've learned to handle, but the moose are starting to get a little bit more dangerous than the bears at this point. Yeah, I was in uh, Wyoming this summer, and I drove by a moose, and it was, I think, two times bigger than my car. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, when you walk up to one, and it kind of huffs at you and stuff, it, 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 it'll make you feel like a very small creature. You <laughs> feel like a bug, like they could squash you at any moment. So do you guys, I mean, you got to carry sidearms or spray? What? How, how do you protect yourself? Uh, we carry guns. 
there's uh there are lots of guns and people ask are you a gun lover and I'm, well if there was a pterodactyl in your backyard you wouldn't be a gun lover you'd have a gun <laughs> out of necessity that's just how it is there's a difference between protecting yourself and being a gun lover yeah yes there's two different things and we have uh animals that that would so, well i'll give you for instance, there's a, a a big brown uh sow that that has two cubs usually every other year and there's a trail up there that she likes, and it's the way we get to work after we cross the cable. And she sometimes will not get off of that road. You have to go around her. She makes you go around her. Mm. And uh, sometimes they just get ornery like that. Well, that's the other thing, too. Th- these aren't paved roads. Have you ever seen something where you're like, I have to get down there, and everyone's like, no, that's impassable. And you're like, no, it's not. We're going to make it passable. I mean, well, what's the hardest you ever worked at just hacking through? So everywhere we go, the reason I bought these claims in the first place is because they were so hard to get to that I knew that a lot of people had not been down there Mm -hmm. or in there. And uh, I climbed rocks for 14 years, so it gave me the ability to basically get anywhere I need to go. But if you weren't a rock climber, uh, some of these places would look absolutely undoable and like you just doesn't it doesn't seem as if you can get there at all. And I, I, I think I still surprise my crew some, sometimes in places we can get. You know, I'm about a block away from the old assay house here in San Francisco. We only have about two streets that survived the fire and the earthquake uh, in 1906. And uh, one of them is the old gold assay office. And I just wonder how many people came in there with pyrite. For you, can you see fool's gold immediately or does it still get you sometimes? Every now and again, there's some pieces of pyrite that will fool me, but only for a moment. Uh, it, it doesn't take very long. It's gotten to a place where pyrite is really pretty, <laughs> and gold is somehow less pretty than pyrite. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a use for it because we pull it up all the time, and it just is the sparkle. Carlos, is, uh, is, he loves pyrite, and he actually collects it and hands it off for, to people, and they love pyrite. But uh, I could definitely tell a difference now. Is there any validity in biting into it like we see in the movies? So if it's pyrite, it'll turn to dust. Mm. And if it's, if it's gold, it will dent. Because mm. real gold is super soft and pyrite turns to actual dust. It's a powder. Wow. And, uh, that's, that, a- that's why you do that. A lot of people, instead of biting it, would just pick up a little rock or something and and just strike it, and you could tell immediately if there's a dent in it, it's gold. If it turns to dust, it's pyrite. Wow, that's a good one. Um, last question for you. Without giving too much away, what was your favorite part of this whole season we're about to witness? Um, oh, it's so hard to tell you without giving it all away. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll you ask know, you. I'll we ask were, you this. Yeah, uh, I don't, I, yeah okay. I don't. I don't want to get you in trouble here. I don't want to get me in trouble. Uh, it's like, well, when everyone died except me, that was my favorite part. Like, ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I ask you this? What was no. the What was the biggest score? Ooh, is that also a of giveaway? This season? Yeah, I think that's too much of a giveaway. All right, well, let's let's really go. All right, I'll stop. I'll start out. I'll stop asking dumb questions. And what's the biggest one you? <laughs> What's the biggest one you've ever had before this year? Um, when we were doing uh, 
the porcupine area with Fred Hurt. I think we were collecting somewhere around 250 a year, 250 ounces per year, something of that nature. Mm. Uh, 150, 200, something like that. And uh, those are pretty good holes for us. But we're using a lot of machinery, and I, 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 w- I didn't want to do that. And we were making huge holes in the earth that we had to fill in. So, How much does gold an ounce these days? I think it's 1780 right now, something of that nature. Wow. 1780 an ounce, wow. maybe 1800, something like that. Not too shabby. The show, Gold yeah. Rush, Whitewater, brand new season on Discovery and Discovery Plus, premiering tomorrow, that's Friday the 5th, at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific. And uh, look for the kid, the kid on the show anyway, Dust <laughs> Hurt. Thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation, but let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that. And by the way, not everybody loves every segment in the show. I'd be lying if I said I loved every segment in the show. That'd be impossible. All the guests I have, but we try to keep it a little eclectic. And I know over the years that it's not all sports talk. Believe me, no one knows more than me. I'm the one interviewing people, right? But on the Facebook page five days ago when I had on Dana Gould, uh, Jacob on the Facebook page said, can we please get some sports talk? The show is all commercials and boring interviews lately. And then yesterday when I had on uh, the bailiff from Judge Judy, he said, do they make you interview all these non-sports people? It takes up the entire show. Commercials are already half the show. We need more sports talk, Rick. Uh, and Jacob, thank you for caring enough to uh, let me know what you feel. <clears throat> and uh, so I responded. I said, I have the president of the American Yawning Association coming on my show. It's just a little joke because he said it was so boring. Um, (laughs) uh, but I will tell you this, we are not KMBR. We have 12 minutes of commercials. We have, uh, four breaks. It's a, it's an inventory split. We have six minutes of regional breaks and six minutes of net breaks. And if they don't want to use the regional break, they can just carry our net break. A lot of them are PIs per inquiries. But, uh, no, uh, I've been on shows where it's all commercials Say what you want. Hey, this show might be boring. You're right, but it ain't all commercials. On that note, let's go to a commercial. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The results are in. It was quite a surprise in the New Jersey gubernatorial race on Tuesday's elections. Democrat incumbent Philip Murphy was re-elected governor of New Jersey by a very slim margin. The so-called experts predicted a double-digit blowout. His GOP challenger, Jack Citarelli, overcame an early deficit and lost by roughly one percentage point in the normally blue state. Congratulations are in order for Republican Glenn Youngkin, turning Virginia into a red state with his victory as governor. His term will begin in mid-January. It should be noted, Jamaican immigrant Winsome Sears won Virginia's lieutenant governor's race, the first woman of color to win that office. The husband of the cinematographer killed on the New Mexico set of Rust has reportedly hired a Los Angeles law firm that specializes in wrongful death suits. Matthew Hutchins, whose wife was shot and killed by actor Alec Baldwin, retained the law firm of Panis, Shea, Boyle, and Ravaputi. USA Radio News. Is your prostate waking you up more often than your alarm clock? The fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart. Visit ProstateOnePerDay.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With confusion around vaccinations, masks, and public screenings, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign, so make sure to use an accurate thermometer for your family. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and cannot be relied on. Be vigilant and be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Republicans seem to have gotten their groove back, speaking up now more than ever on what they view as problems in America. A warning issued by the top House Republican that Democrats should expect to lose dozens of seats next year. California's Kevin McCarthy noting that Democrats did lose more than five dozen seats in the 2010 election, the last time Nancy Pelosi was the Speaker of the House during midterms. McCarthy claimed more than 70 seats held by Democrats now will be competitive in next year's midterm elections, just about a year from right now. His prediction coming after Republican Glenn Youngkin won the Virginia governor's race against a Democrat. Terry McAuliffe, who used to hold that office. In the New England Bureau of USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. As United States sanctions and the coronavirus pandemic wreak havoc on the economy in Iran, suicides in that country increased by over 4%, according to an Iranian government study. About 1 million Iranians have lost their jobs. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Wednesday, Republican Congressman from Ohio Jim Jordan was on Newsmax talking about Tuesday's elections. Turns out when the message is government smarter than parents and, we, and we're going to defund the police, most Americans don't like it. I mean, and then you couple that with the fact that what was this, the survey this week, I think, was like 71 percent of the country thinks we're on the wrong track. I, I think the real question should be, who are these 29 percent? 
Who thinks that, you know, who likes the inflation going up? Who likes the border in crisis? Who likes the supply chain problems? Who likes the price of gas at $3.50? When you put all that together, uh, it's no wonder that Glenn Youngkin was uh, was elected last night. And we're doing so well in New Jersey and in the, in the delegate seats in Virginia. President Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, also weighs in. Well, I think it plays out. Uh, not only do we start to see it here in Virginia, and that's why they were so concerned, but this is a mandate against Joe Biden. You know, when you really think about it, it was it was Donald Trump's policies that Youngkin ran on that were voted in last night. It was Donald Trump's base that showed up, almost 99% of his base that showed up uh, that was voted in last night. And it was Terry McAuliffe who ran against Donald Trump, yeah. making that the central thing, who was voted out last last night. And, and so we're going to see that. Listen, I'm, I'm headed to Nevada because what you're starting to see now is this red wave is picking up. So I'll be in Nevada next week to take this and move this forward. Thanks for listening. My name's Lance Pry, and this is USA Radio News. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Coming up after the break, we're going to be joined by director Robert B. Whitey. He has a new movie called Kurt Vonnegut, Unstuck in Time, and we'll talk to him about that. Back in the day when I was in high school, he did a, uh, a movie called Marx Brothers in a Nutshell, and... I wonder, because you know, I'm in my 50s, I wonder now how relevant the Marx Brothers is for the, the new generation. What are they, Gen Z, Millennials? or Because you know how your parents shove things down your throat? Like when I was in junior high, I would go to sock hops. You know, it was all about Grease and Laverne and Shirley and Happy Days because the parents were getting nostalgic over the 50s. Well, my dad, who was older than my mom, <laughs> um... He loved, you know, the Little Rascals and uh, the Marx Brothers and Show of Shows. And so, you know, I grew up watching Sid Caesar and all that. And then when Monty Python came in, we all watched that together in the 70s. But big into W.C. Fields and uh, Laurel and Hardy and the Marx Brothers. And I just wonder now if you ask 
<clears throat> a kid, if he knows what duck soup is, he would probably say that it's not very PC to kill ducks and put them in soup. But uh, I digress. We'll talk to uh, Robert on the other side. Uh, we're also going to have uh, Amelia Davis with us this hour. And Amelia Davis is the uh, head of the Jim Marshall Estate, who was one of the great rock and roll photographers of all time. Then we're going to have uh, Chris Kattan. He returns to the show. It's been a while for Chris. It was, geez, 2015 when he was in studio with me here. But uh, he's back. He has a new movie called 40 Love. Uh, that's good if that's your score. It's bad if that's the score against you in tennis. And then we will do some sports handicapping with uh, Noah Parker. As always, you can uh, catch us on the TuneIn Radio app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, sportsbyline.com, and the emails rick at sportsbyline.com, and Twitch and twitch.tv. There I am right there on my little webcam. Come on back with uh, Robert Whitey. Furniture Depot. And you, come on in. Couches yes. are okay, flying off the floor at Cheyenne's Furniture Store. Sarah, can you go over to dining sets, please? She needs more sales associates before shoppers take their seats elsewhere. Can somebody get me a price check on trundle beds? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. 
Freal spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freal deep penetrating oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freal today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, syndicated nationally out of San Francisco and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show director Robert B. Whitey. Uh, He has been nominated for an Oscar. He's been nominated for like 15 Emmys. He's won three of them. He has a brand-new film, uh, which is going to be coming out, uh, premiering at Dock, New York City, on uh, November 11th, and then theaters and video on demand on the uh, the 19th. And it's called Kurt Vonnegut, Unstuck in Time. Robert, welcome to the show. And um, I'll never forget watching uh, Slaughterhouse-Five, the movie, when I was a kid with my dad and the whole Montana wild hack scene and everything else, but... You know, and then I read it in high school, and it started off, Billy Pilgrim is Unstuck in Time. So I, I see where you get the, the, the title. But this isn't just someone whose work you had admired. You, is, it, is it too far-fetched to say that you guys were best friends? Well, you know, that phrase, best friends, is a little, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, it's tricky and a little bit subjective. It's like having a best man at your wedding. Is he really the best? Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> had that joke. You can always tell who the best man is at a nudist wedding. But um, we, were, we, were very, we were very close friends. And, um, you know, when I wrote to him in 1982, telling him that I wanted to um, make a film about him, the idea was just to do a very conventional sort of, you know, PBS American Masters author documentary. Um, and I thought, you know, I'd, if he gave it his approval, I'd have it finished in a couple of years. Well, little did I know it would take, um, what, 39 years to finish it. Now, he died in 2007. But over the course of that time, from 82 on until his death, we became very close friends, and it, it, it presented... Um, a bit of a question about moving forward with the film because, uh, you know, it was no longer just a film about an author. It was a film about a friend of mine, and I worried about what that would do to the film and any kind of journalistic integrity. But we we became very close, and then it was suggested later on after his death that that story about not just meeting my literary idol, excuse me, but becoming close friends with him, and the struggles of getting the film made and how that impacted the film, that that story should be folded into the documentary. So it is still first and foremost a documentary about Kurt Vonnegut, but there's also this meta element where we learn about, you know, the evolution of our friendship and the struggle to make the film over all those years. And um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a different kind of film. But, yeah, we were, we were very close, and, um, you know, he affected my life in any number of ways and it was a it was a pleasure and an honor to get to know him so well 
By the way, I have to say, based on what you had to say before the break, your dad really sounds like my kind of guy. <laughs> we share all the same heroes. I'm, I'm glad he introduced you to them. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And it, what's funny is that uh, today, you know, when I was a kid, I, I wanted to go to Dresden, not because it was the capital of Saxony, but but because, you know, the, the firebombing and that, that movie and that book had such a big uh, impact on me. But what's interesting about Vonnegut, because Billy Pilgrim, who's basically him, is just, you know, a, a buck private and uh, picked on and everything else. But, you know, Vonnegut went to Cornell and what was it? Some bad grades and uh, he lost his ROTC spot and he went right into the meat grinder, right? Well, he, he left Cornell to, uh, you know, he enlisted. And uh, so that was the end of his education at, at Cornell. But he was, yeah, he was sort of, I don't know if he was flunking out exactly, but he was studying, um, you know, chemistry and biology and the sciences because his brother had become a very successful um, scientist, uh, ultimately an atmospheric scientist who, you know, knew more about tornadoes and hurricanes and rain than just about anybody on the planet. Um, but uh, while he was at Cornell, he started writing for the uh, the, the Sun, the Cornell Sun, the, the newspaper. Um, now, he had written journalistically prior to that, even at his high school. His high school was, uh, you know, had a daily newspaper, which is even still, I think, unusual for high school. If they even have papers at all anymore, I don't know. But um, so he 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 got interested in writing and in journalism, and and whatever he was actually majoring in in Cornell really took a back seat to his interest in writing. So you know, after the war, and especially the experience that he had during the war, which was quite unusual, um, you know, he started to think about writing. But it didn't seem like a practical way to make a living. So. You know, he took a, a job job. He became a publicist for General Electric, which did involve writing, but it was mainly press releases and that kind of thing. <clears throat> and then while he was at General Electric is when he started writing short stories. And even that was just, he, he told me something that I always found shocking was that he never became a writer because he felt that he had something important to say or that he needed to express himself. He became a writer because he had a knack for it. And and he could sell these short stories and, and earn additional income. So once he started selling these stories, and they sold at the time for like, you know, 750 bucks was a pretty good payday. He referred, he told me that that was a, a good whack of cash back then. Um, he thought, you know, if I sell even three stories in a year, I'll make as much as I'm making in a year's salary at GE. So once the, he started to sell the stories, he ultimately left GE and decided to become a a writer full-time, so it was a very sort of commercially-based decision more than an artistic one. Yeah, no, it's well said, and when you think about his, his legacy as one of the great writers, of, American writers of the last century, and people will talk about how, you know, the, the, the sex and the plot twists and even science fiction, whatever it took, it's, it's that dark humor that always sticks with me. Where, where do you think he got that from? Well, I guess if if you survive something like the firebombing of Dresden, <laughs> when you're when you're one of the few survivors who, by luck, happens to be in one of the few uh, sort of underground spaces that could survive a bombing like that, he was in a, literally a, a, a slaughterhouse, an underground meat locker, because the 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 actual basements and the homes uh, in Dresden at that time weren't going to protect you 
from this. Uh, but he was protected. Uh, and you come out of that in this beautiful city. You know, both his father and his grandfather are architects, so he always paid a lot of attention to, to architecture. And when he first came into Dresden as a prisoner on a German train, he thought it looked like Oz. I mean, it was like, it was referred to as Florence on the Elbe. It was a great, you know, beautiful world city with just this incredible architecture. I think the city was designed by the same person who, who laid out, uh, uh, you know, Prague. And um, then, you know, the air raid sirens go off. He goes into an underground meat locker for a couple of days, comes up with a few, you know, with, a, with you know, a few other uh, American uh, prisoners of war, and the city is gone. It's literally gone. It's just ashes. Um, that could imbue a, a certain kind of dark sensibility in you, I guess. And and his job after that of digging out bodies and mm-hmm. piling them up and, and torching them. Uh, you know, he was 20, 22 at the time, I guess. Mm. Think about what you and I were doing when we were 22. You know, yeah. nothing like that. So I think that certainly affected him. But then it was all mixed in with this kind of Midwestern uh, kind of, you know, homey sense of humor. I mean, he loved comedy. In fact, our initial bond was over old films, the Marx Brothers and W.C. Fields, um, Laurel and Hardy, certainly, mm-hmm. and the radio comedians of his day. So, you know, he grew up with, and he loved corny jokes, and he loved puns and all that. So he was an interesting mix of a very thoughtful, very sort of intelligent, philosophical person, but you know, he one of his favorite jokes is you would say, you know, what's the what's the uh, what's the white stuff in bird poop? He say, I don't know. He say, well, that's bird poop too. And then he would laugh for five minutes at that. So <laughs> it was an interesting mix. No doubt. And I I have to, as an aside, ask one more question before I let you go. And I'm such a massive fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which you were a part of for for many many years. Is it really true? Because I've had so many people on this show that have been on the show, but. Uh, it, it's really kind of the, the script is more of a rough draft and let's, let's kind of wing it at times. Yes. Now my, my days, my really active days with the show where I directed more than half of the episodes and I was an executive producer was during the first five seasons. Now it's on season 11. Mm-hmm. So now I still come back almost every year to direct one episode, but my involvement is, 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 you know, much less intense than it was. But back in the day, yes, uh, the, the, you know, and still we shoot from an outline. It's not fully scripted. But the, the outlines in the first few seasons when I was more active with the show were really just a few pages. So it would be just a suggestion of the plot, you know, what would happen in the scene, but the actors all, all improvised. And that, and that goes on to this day. The show is a little more plotted and the outlines are a little more detailed now, but they, it's still essentially an, imp- an improvised show. Yeah, the very first episode, are you, are you going to move your knees? Do I have to walk by you? It's like... Oh, right, right, yeah. That was a, <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's amazing that, you know, when, when Larry called me up and said, hey, do you want to do this special? It was just a one-hour special with no mm-hmm. thought to there being a series. Mm-hmm. That phone call came in October of 1998. The special aired in 99. The first season of the show, I guess, aired in 2000. And it's 2021, and that damn thing is still going on. We, we thought we were just doing a, a one-off, one-hour special that would, you know, a few people would watch, and that would be it. And it's, it's amazing that it still goes on. Now, there have been sometimes years between right. seasons. Um, so it's, it's, it's year 21 or whatever, but season 11. But, uh, yeah, that, that little train just keeps chugging along. 
Great stuff from Robert B. Whitey. Make sure to check out Kurt Vonnegut, Unstuck in Time. This is from IFC Films. If you're in uh, the Big Apple, it'll be at uh, Doc NYC on the 11th and then everywhere in theaters on demand the 19th. Robert, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Congratulations on the film. My pleasure. I have no idea what I'm doing on a sports show, but uh, it was a pleasure to talk to you. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Uh, I got one guy on Facebook that, that wonders that, too. Great guest. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. home that you don't want anymore we can buy it from you within 24 hours any home size or condition for over 20 years we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home are you moving did you lose your job going through a divorce whatever the reason if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast we'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it no listing no waiting sell any home any size any condition now call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast make this free call now 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, that's 800-306-1760. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose. So call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 
800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Oh, thank you very much, and welcome back to the program. Coming up in the next segment, we will have Amelia Davis, who's going to talk about the fantastic career of uh, Jim Marshall, who I believe is the same name as Wrongway Marshall, the guy at Keysar with the Vikings that ran the wrong way. Do we remember that? Wrongway Marshall? I think so. There's another wrong way. Somewhere in there. Uh, But we can talk more about Billy Pilgrim being unstuck in time, if you want, or sporting topics. And as I'd like to say, too, if you want to talk sports, you can always call me up. And if I don't have a guest, I will go to your sporting topic at 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Y'all for shiz. Um, Unfortunately for me... As a Sharks fan, and the Sharks looked really good in their last game. It was on ESPN Plus with some, I don't want to say weird announcers, but I guess I just did. But I was really hoping that as they were playing the Sabres, that because they were in town, that maybe Jack Eichel could get traded to the Sharkies. You know, he's only 25 years old. He's the captain. He's by far, (laughs) excuse me, their best player. Well, it ain't going to happen because this morning... The Golden Knights have acquired Jack Eichel, and uh, he's still owed uh, $40 million for the next four years. This is halfway through an eight-year, $80 million deal. It's going to be a uh, first-round pick next year and their first-rounder from two years ago, Peyton Krebs. But Krebs, by the way, is the top prospect in the uh, in the system. And uh, Krebs is going to be accompanied by Alex Took, who was a former first-round pick of the Wild. The Sabres are getting a third-round pick in 2023. It doesn't matter because who prospects are suspects. This is a massive deal for Vegas. He's only played in 21 games since last season because of a, a herniated disc. Uh, but uh, this guy, as I said, uh, when healthy, he was the number two overall pick when he got drafted. He has been one of the top two-way centers uh, in the league, bar none. And you think about logging at least 24 goals in five straight seasons, and uh, it, uh, it's amazing how he was able to do that uh, as a teenager. But some guys are just so fantastic when they're young. I remember when Jonathan Taves was captain of the Chicago Blackhawks and he was 19 years old. 
this is a sport not just for men, but the toughest of grown men. And yet you make a 19-year-old your captain? Why not? Because he's the best guy for the job. He's the best man for the job. I mean, we were just talking about how Kirk Vonnegut came back and married his high school sweetheart after being in Slaughterhouse-Five and watching Dresden get firebombed to the ground. He was 22 years old, you know. And when when he just uh, said, what were you doing when you were 22? I think I was in my fifth year of college and I was coaching high school football. I wasn't, you know, a uh, World War II vet. But anyway, this guy uh, already has 355 points in 375 games. The the neck issue obviously is what led to his departure because the Sabres said, undergo fusion surgery to repair your disc. And Jack Eichel said, well, there's this new artificial disc replacement. And the Buffalo Sabres then said, that's never been done on an NHL player. And so he said, well, I'll wait for it. So Buffalo stripped him of his captaincy. Yeah. How about that? Now, Vegas says, you go ahead and do any kind of surgery you want. It's all your choice. You know why? Because Vegas is smart. That's why, much to my chagrin. And so he's now expected to undergo this artificial disc replacement as soon as this week. And the Sabres, I'll give them credit on the fact that they didn't give them away. They were seeking what they called four first-round assets. So... The Golden Knights are expected to make a corresponding move with Eichel when it comes to them being $7 million over the cap now because now they got to start cutting some people. And <laughs> obviously, <clears throat> if you're over the, if you're over the, uh, uh, the limit, you're going to have to make some, some adjustments uh, one way or another. This guy Peyton Krebs, though, their number one prospect, he is a, uh, uh, a center he shoots left. Um, he's a kid out of Calgary, 5'11", 180 pounds. Has not had the chance to uh, make a name for himself uh, just yet. But the uh, the way that the league is shaping up right now, I mean, who would you say is the best team in hockey? Well, I think record-wise, it's the Canes. I mean, they're 9-0. and And then you look at the Panthers. They finally... Their undefeated start came to an end, but that was a shootout loss, so they still got a point. This is with an elderly Joe Thornton and with their coach Joel Kenville quitting as part of the, the Blackhawks sexual abuse scandal there. But, I mean, I look at the Oilers who are off to a good start, the Blues, the Flames, so many Western teams. And so then you think, well, what happened to the Knights? Well, the Knights are about a 500 team right now. And they were, uh, you know, they didn't. They had a lot of guys on the shelf, but still, this is the this is the trade that really could put them over the top if this, you know, artificial disc surgery uh, works for them. Um, meanwhile, my sharks coming in at uh, six and three, and I was looking at the power rankings. They have them twenty eighth in the league, twenty eighth in the league at six and three, three, and teams above them like the Senators, 
and the kings and the ducks and the stars and the kraken and the preds and the penguins and they all have losing records so what these rankings show is yeah the sharks are 6 and 3 but they stink <laughs> Well, if you think about the COVID protocol and calling up half the Barracuda team and winning those last two games, look at the Merkley brothers, Nick and Ryan. Ryan Merkley, the brawler, the first-round pick, who I said it's very uncommon to have a Canadian guy be violent. But there is one thing that there is no doubt of, and that is the Yotes are the worst team in hockey. And 0-9-1, if you think about that goaltending duo of Carter Hutton and Carl Vilmielka, that's going about as well as you might expect. Back-to-back losses to the Panthers and the Lightning, five goals in each. That, But to be fair to those goalies, the offense has scored five goals in four games. So even if they were getting shutouts, they were still, well, if they get a shutout, they'd win. But even if they came up one goal, it seems like they would lose. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to Amelia Davis. prostate waking you up more often than your alarm clock? The fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart. Visit prostateoneperday.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 
800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You're always up for some fun with the family, so you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, whatever works. Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on AFN. Big supporter of our troops here. Uh, There is a uh, movie uh, available right now on Apple TV and Altavod and playing in select theaters nationwide, courtesy of Utopia Pictures. It's called Show Me the Picture, the story of Jim Marshall. And joining us on the line right now is Amelia Davis, who is the head of uh, Jim's estate. Amelia, for those who uh, are uninitiated, tell us a little bit more about why Jim Marshall was the iconic rock and roll photographer. Hi, thank thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, Jim is most uh, well known for his music photography, specifically the rock and roll photography, even though his um, archive covers vast amounts of music, different kinds of music, different events. But um, one example is he he was the West Coast Leg photographer for Life magazine for the Stone 72 tour. So he's got some of the most iconic images of, you know, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. Um, and when they were at Sunset Sound during 72, um, re-recording the vocals for Exile on Main Street. Jim was the only photographer there, so he's got some amazing shots of Keith and Mick, you know, laying down vocals for Exile on Main Street. Um, the other big photograph that everybody knows that Jim took is Johnny Cash flipping the bird. That's uh, one of the most <laughs> iconic ones ever, um, and the most ripped-off one ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, with that one. Jim was really good friends with Johnny Cash, and when Johnny Cash wanted to do two live uh, recordings at Folsom Prison and San Quentin Prison, he asked Jim to be his photographer. So Jim's got amazing, you know, photos of those live concerts at those two uh, prisons. So exciting stuff. So uh, tell us a little bit more, and we know the work, about the man, because a child of immigrants and... uh Battling inner demons. What's this all about? <laughs> yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim. You know, he his parents were um, Assyrian and they immigrated to the U.S. Um, Jim was born in Chicago, but actually they moved to California when Jim was like two. So basically, he grew up in San Francisco. 
But, um, you know, Jim always kind of felt like an outsider. He he wasn't, you know, white, blonde, and blue-eyed. Um, he was really handsome, but he didn't, he wasn't, he didn't look white. Um, so Jim was always kind of had a chip on his shoulder and always felt like an outsider. So he would gravitate towards kind of underdogs and people that he thought deserved more recognition than they were getting, and he did that through his camera. Um, but Jim, you know, in the late 60s, early 70s, got very uh, hooked on cocaine, and so that consumed his life for for quite a while. And, uh, you know, he hit rock bottom because of it and um, basically pulled himself out of it, and that's what the documentary really shows is, you know, this guy who could be fabulous at one time and then could be a complete asshole the next moment. Um, so he, But he really redeems himself in the end, and so you end up really cheering for Jim because he shows you his life is reflected through his photographs, really. And that's what you, you go through this kind of wild ride through Jim Marshall's um, life in the documentary. And, and we really w- didn't want to hide anything because Jim... You know, he lived his life, and he did what he wanted. He never regretted what he did. He may, you know, he may have not liked some of the things he did, but he was never ashamed of his life. And so to tell his story, we just had to be very truthful and honest and lay it all out there to the viewer. Come more questions from Ilya Davis talking about the documentary, Show Me the Picture. You mentioned Johnny Cash, but he was around the Beatles and Bob Dylan and the yeah. Stones and Joplin, Miles Davis and others. What, was he regarded, like, I guess there could be three ways. One would be a friend, one would be a nuisance, and the other would be just indifferent to the photographer. How did he fit in with all the uh, famous people? He, was fr- he befriended them, and so what Jim did was he befriended them and, and really gained their trust, and he never, ever betrayed that trust. So he was never one of those photographers. You know, he, was in comp- he could be in compromising situations where they're doing drugs and partying, um, but he would never, ever think of publishing those photos or showing those photos. So he gained the complete trust of the musicians or whomever he photographed, and they knew that um, they could be open and, you know, they could do whatever they wanted, and Jim would never betray that trust. So I think that was really important to to Jim and to to whoever he photographed. Very interesting. What about, the, you know, you, we, we mentioned the musical acts, but what about just Summer of Love, Civil Rights, everything else going on in the 60s? Was he taking snaps of that? Yeah, he was. I mean, Jim really started photographing in 1959. So when he was starting to photograph jazz was huge in San Francisco. San, Fran- San Francisco's North Beach was, you know, the jazz scene. Um, and that's where he met Miles Davis and John Coltrane and, you know, really had lifelong friendships with them from that time. But then he moved to New York for, for two years from 1962 to the end of 64. And that's where uh, he photographed a lot of Bob Dylan. Um, he did a lot of the folk scene. Um, and then he came back to San Francisco right at the beginning of 1965 when the counterculture movement, Summer of Love, was really st- just happening and taking off. So he had great timing and uh, was there for, you know, when the Grateful Dead formed and Jefferson Airplane and the Charlatans and all those guys were there and um, Monterey Pop happened and just it was such a seminal year 
uh, from 65 to 67, 68 was a huge year for um, all those bands, the San Francisco bands especially. Um, so he was here for all of that and documented all of it with his uh, with his cameras. Great stuff. Um, we haven't mentioned Jimi Hendrix yet, <laughs> yeah. and some of the, the great iconic photos of him. Uh, what about uh, you know, arguably the greatest of all time, Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim, and Jimmy got along really, really well. And Jim has some, you know, some of the most iconic ones of Jimi Hendrix too, from Monterey Pop in uh, 1967. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is the image of Jimi Hendrix with his arm in the air and his head back when he was playing the guitar. That was at Monterey Pop, but that wasn't actually when he was playing. That was at Soundcheck. So Jim, you know, Jim lived and breathed photography, and uh, he was always capturing what he saw. And at that point, a lot of the photographers, it was dinner time. <laughs> they went to dinner, and Jim didn't. He said, I think something special is going to happen here. And he waited, and he got it. I mean, that's Jimmy just hit a note during, you know, rehearsal and loved it, and boom, Jim got it. He also got uh, Jimi Hendrix burning his guitar at Monterey Pop. Um, and then the very next day after Monterey Pop, Jimi Hendrix came to San Francisco and had a free concert in the Panhandle. So Jim's got some amazing shots of that where you not only see Jimi Hendrix, but you see the the crowds and you see the neighborhood and you see everything. And I mean, it's so wonderful to look back at those photographs because people were literally leaning on the stage. <laughs> you know, there were no barriers or, um, you know, policemen keeping people away. And so it's it's so wonderful to be able to see that. And, and then you can tell so much from what the people were wearing, you know, in the audience. It was such 60s fashion. Um, so J- Jim's photographs are really filled with information. It's not just you know, the musician or not just the subject, but he photographs everything that was going on around it. So you really get a sense of the whole vibe that was happening. No, it's really cool. And you mentioned, you know, at times he could be a jerk like we all can. (laughs) But was he uh, someone who suffered for his craft? Uh, Was he critical of himself? Was he someone that uh, was, you know, would take maybe a youngster under his wing? How did it go for him as a photographer? Yeah, no, he he was very very, very good at what he did. And it wasn't, you know, the, the, he was known as one of the best photographers in the 20th century. And that's because he was so good at capturing what he did. But yeah, the cocaine, I mean, when he was doing the cocaine, he could be unpredictable. He could be an asshole. And, and, you know, people knew that. So it was either, there are two, two kinds of people, the ones that loved Jim or the ones that hated him. There was really no in-between, and it was the same with Jim as well. He either really loved you or, or hated you. But he was very, very supportive of young photographers, and uh, they would call him up a lot and say, hey, would you look at my portfolio? Can I bring it over? And Jim said, sure. And he was never negative. I mean, there were times I, I was there when somebody was showing him their you know concert photography, and wanted his feedback, and, and uh, he would say, wow, this is really good. You're so great at photographing crowds. I think you should really concentrate on photographing the crowds. And that was his way of, you know, not saying you're terrible at live concert photography, but he would really find something good to not discourage them. So in that sense, he was a really good mentor to a lot of, of younger photographers. 
And we, we do have a fellowship set up in Jim's name at UC Berkeley School of uh, Graduate Journalism. So that's there because he really did encourage a new generation of photojournalists. So his name lives on with the Jim Marshall Fellowship at UC Berkeley. Very cool. And finally, what is your favorite part of this whole film in a nutshell? I think my favorite part is it really lays bare Jim as a person. So a lot of he was very misunderstood because he was so erratic, he was so abrasive, and he was so unpredictable. But what you get out of this film is that he was a human being with flaws like all of us. And um, it really shows you the ups and the downs and, you know, that we are all fragile people. And in the end, he devoted his life to photography. And uh, because of that, he had no children, and his children were his photographs. So really, he's left uh, the world, you know, over a million children that tell a story, a historical story, and um, is really meant to inspire a whole new generation of photojournalists to use their camera as a tool. Very interesting. Make sure to check it out from Utopia Pictures. Show me the picture, the story of Jim Marshall. It is available now on Apple TV and Altavod. We've been speaking with Amelia Davis, who is the head of Jim's estate. Amelia, thank you so much for your time and congratulations on the film. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I hope everybody goes out and checks, checks out the film. All right. Very good. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business <laughs> good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic call my friends at get a tax lawyer first their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her, me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man Pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift, so my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man Pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. 
Steel Man Pills, going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760. 800 I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't even know what that means. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. The United States men's national team has some very important World Cup qualifiers against Mexico and Jamaica uh, coming up. And um, we will see probably the debut of defender Joe Scally from Borussia Mönchengladbach. Borussia Mönchengladbach. Let's see if he gets his first cap. Christian Pulisic will come back to the team. He missed the games in October with an uh, ankle injury, uh, and that went over Honduras. And it's been very frustrating for uh, Chelsea fans as well. He's kind of like their Christian McCaffrey. What is it about that first name? They kind of look the same. They kind of play the same, and they're always hurt. Uh, they will be without uh, Serginho Dest, who has lower back pain, and he did not travel with Barca for their clash against Dinamo Kiev yesterday. There's also no space on the 25-man roster for Daryl Dyke, who has scored six goals in his last MLS games. Uh, John Anthony Brooks pays the price for his recent form with Würzburg. And uh, he has withdrawn worth injury and has not done enough to earn a recall. Uh, Borussia Dortmund's Giovanni Reyna is also missing as he has a hamstring issue. Uh, we'll see Reggie Cannon and Sam Vines come back for the first time since the Gold Cup. Jesus Ferreira with FC Dallas has been playing well, so he's been called up. So they're going to play Mexico in Cincinnati on November 12th. Then they're going to travel down to Kingston Mon. Four days later, and um, 
right now uh, the USA is second in the table behind El Tree in the third round of these CONCACAF qualifiers. Top three teams go through to Qatar next winter. And uh, right now a three-point cushion over fourth place Panama. But nothing can be taken for granted with this team, not after what happened last World Cup cycle. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour together. Chris Kattan and Noah Parker, come on back. Radio News with Lance Pride. The results are in. It was quite a surprise in the New Jersey gubernatorial race on Tuesday's elections. Democrat incumbent Philip Murphy was re-elected governor of New Jersey by a very slim margin. The so-called experts predicted a double-digit blowout. His GOP challenger, Jack Citarelli, overcame an early deficit and lost by roughly one percentage point in the normally blue state. Congratulations are in order for Republican Glenn Youngkin, turning Virginia into a red state with his victory as governor. His term will begin in mid-January. It should be noted, Jamaican immigrant Winsome Sears won Virginia's lieutenant governor's race, the first woman of color to win that office. The husband of the cinematographer killed on the New Mexico set of Rust has reportedly hired a Los Angeles law firm that specializes in wrongful death suits. Matthew Hutchins, whose wife was shot and killed by actor Alec Baldwin, retained the law firm of Panis, Shea, Boyle, and Ravaputi. USA Radio News. Is your prostate waking you up more often than your alarm clock? The fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart. Visit ProstateOnePerDay.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With confusion around vaccinations, masks, and public screenings, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign, so make sure to use an accurate thermometer for your family. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and cannot be relied on. Be vigilant and be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Republicans seem to have gotten their groove back, speaking up now more than ever on what they view as problems in America. A warning issued by the top House Republican that Democrats should expect to lose dozens of seats next year. California's Kevin McCarthy noting that Democrats did lose more than five dozen seats in the 2010 election, the last time Nancy Pelosi was the Speaker of the House during midterms. McCarthy claimed more than 70 seats held by Democrats now will be competitive in next year's midterm elections, just about a year from right now. His prediction coming after Republican Glenn Youngkin won the Virginia governor's race against a Democrat. Terry McAuliffe, who used to hold that office. In the New England Bureau of USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. As United States sanctions and the coronavirus pandemic wreak havoc on the economy in Iran, suicides in that country increased by over 4%, according to an Iranian government study. About 1 million Iranians have lost their jobs. USA Radio News. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Wednesday, Republican Congressman from Ohio Jim Jordan was on Newsmax talking about Tuesday's elections. Turns out when the message is government's smarter than parents and and we're going to defund the police, most Americans don't like it. I mean, and then you couple that with the fact that what was the survey this week, I think, was like 71 percent of the country thinks we're on the wrong track. I think the real question should be, who are these 29%? Who thinks that, you know, who likes the inflation going up? Who likes the border in crisis? Who likes the supply chain problems? Who likes the price of gas at $3.50? When you put all that together, uh, it's no wonder that Glenn Youngkin was uh, was elected last night. And we're doing so well in New Jersey and in the, the, the delegate seats in Virginia. President Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, also weighs in. Well, I think it plays out. Uh, Not only do we start to see it here in Virginia, and that's why they were so concerned, but this is a mandate against Joe Biden. You know, when you really think about it, it was it was Donald Trump's policies that Youngkin ran on that were voted in last night. It was Donald Trump's base that showed up almost 99 percent of his base that showed up uh, that was voted in last night. And it was Terry McAuliffe who ran against Donald Trump, making that the central thing who was voted out last night last night. And, and so we're going to see that. Listen, I'm, I'm headed to Nevada because what you're starting to see now is this red wave is picking up. So I'll be in Nevada next week to take this and move this forward. Thanks for listening. My name's Lance Pry, and this is USA Radio News. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you as my voice is lilting up and down. Bear with me. 1-800-878-7529 is how you get in. 1-800-878-7529. All topics are welcome. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, 
Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby cricket, all that type of stuff, all under one roof. The Costco of sports at 1-800-878-PLAY. Just got a note, uh, ricketsportsbyline.com from uh, Terry with an I. This is a girl. Anyway, uh, Rick, who are the U.S. goalkeepers? That's a good question. Zach Steffen, obviously, with Man City. Matt Turner, who was a big hero in the Gold Cup for the Revs. And then Sean Johnson with New York City FC. All of these guys have multiple caps uh, before. Uh, just for your strike force, Brendan Aronson from Red Bull Salzburg, five goals and 13 caps. Paul Ariola, DC United, eight goals, 41 caps. Jesus Ferreira, as I mentioned, two caps, two goals. Ricardo Pepe, that's the guy everybody wants to see. Also from FC Dallas, four caps, three goals. Pulisic, as I mentioned, 40 caps, 16 goals. And Tim Weah from Lille in La Belle France. Allons la fonte la patrie. Le Jules de Guerre continue de la 16 caps and one goal. And his dad, of course, is the great Georges Weah, the president of Monrovia. And one of the greatest players. He was the Ballon d'Or winner uh, in UEFA one year. All right. Uh, I mentioned uh, I'm on Twitch. There I sit in front of the high-def Twitch camera. Go to twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Look for Sports Byline. Don't put in titillating. I don't know what you're going to get. Something baldry and tawdry, perhaps. Um, also, CRN Digital Plus 2 is the cable radio network channel. Two, you can't provide 35 million homes, homes. Chris Catan coming up. Come on back. Hi, welcome to Furniture Depot. And you, come on in. Couches are flying off the floor at Cheyenne's Furniture Store. Sarah, can you go over to dining sets, please? She needs more sales associates before shoppers take their seats elsewhere. Can somebody get me a price check on trundle beds? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hello. You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars calling AIS Insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction... I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. 
This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Is your prostate waking you up more often than your alarm clock? The fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart. Visit prostateoneperday.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. There is a brand new movie out right now in select theaters and Apple TV+. Plus. It's called 40 Love, a tennis match made in heaven. And one of the stars of that show is the great Chris Kattan. You know him from uh, Saturday Night Live, of course, Mango, um, and uh, all the other great characters he had, Mr. Peepers, the Night at the Roxbury. And uh, Chris, I don't know if you remember, but in, uh, six years ago, you were in studio with me. It, it changed your life, didn't it? I do remember because it changed my life. <laughs> I was trying to recall, when was my life last changed? And it was in your studio. So <laughs> there you go. Thank you for my life-changing experience. I had no idea your studio had those capabilities, but it does. It's magical. Well, hopefully for the better, right? Uh, yes. Changed my life for a better way. Yes, definitely. I... Everything improved. My driving capability, the way I talk, <laughs> my sex life, my, my, the way I uh, just uh, listen to music, I listen to it properly. It, it's very spiritual. The whole experience was very uh, carter. Before we get into yeah. 40 Love, so how was the, the pandemic for you for the last year and a half? Did you hunker down or were you doing Zoom stuff? What did you get up to? Oh, I had a <laughs> I um, did a lot of writing and creating. I have a new show coming up called Hey Katan. Uh, that sketch and show, uh, uh, my own show that I directed, wrote, and starred in, amongst other friends, SNL alum and Growlings are in it. And um, it was a blast, man. It was so good to go back and just put all my all my energy into these shorts. Um, it was so much fun. So. Now that everything's opening up, um, the movies I shot last year are coming out, and they're getting great reviews, like 40 Love, and, um, you know, another movie called Famous, and uh, I'm doing some animated voices, like Cuphead, and this one called Benicula, um, 
And, uh, you know, if you want to see what I'm doing in life, you could always check out my Instagram, which is Chris Catan Official. And the fans can keep up on me on that, and I could DM them back and all that good stuff. But um, I've been, uh, I, I had COVID, actually, with my girlfriend a year ago, and uh, about a year and a half ago, and it was not a good time. Not fun at all. Mm. And uh, then I got my vaccine, I got my Moderna, and uh, I've been fine since. So, because um, I got my Johnson & Johnson. And, uh, you know, you got to be careful. And uh, being careful allows you to go out and do whatever you need to do, as long as you do your six feet away and all those things. And do what's mandatory. Uh, it's only to protect us. Did so you st- that's what I do. And... Um, did you say you got a Moderna shot in your Johnson & Johnson? No. Are you referring to my Johnson & Johnson as uh, part of my body? <laughs> got a Moderna shot in my Johnson & Johnson. Wait. <laughs> you mentioned the groundlings, of course, and your dad got that whole thing going. How, I mean, were they able to, did they do virtual improv? How did they survive? No, the Groundlings and my dad, he was one of the founders. So that mm-hmm. was back in 1978. Right. This is pre- pre- way previous to any Zoom capabilities. It was previous even the, uh, to the camera, to the uh, video camera. And uh, all we had were tape recorders, if anything, and uh, three-quarter inch tapes. So there wasn't a lot of recording back then no i mean how did the how did the Grandleys do in the pandemic is my question did they have zoom shows oh i don't know because i'm not a current groundling mm-hmm. um but um i'm an alum but i do know i was asked to guest uh a couple times during the groundlings and i did do a couple zoom inner uh uh improv two-hour improv zoom improvs that were set up uh last year and those were such a blast you know, people like Patty, Patty Guggenheim and uh, mm-hmm. Emily Patterson and, and uh, Leonard Burns, Leonard Robinson and, uh, you know, Kyle Kennedy. Some great talent out there uh, at the Groundlings now. And um, it, it was so much fun. And then the theaters opened up and they asked me to guest on Thursday night a couple of times. So I did that. Of course, we got tested before we walked in the building and all that stuff because, you know, you need with all the precautions before you perform. So I did a mix of Zoom and uh, going up and doing some uh, improv shows. The last one I did was last week, actually, with Mike Hitchcock as one of the other guests. So he and I were um, the guests. of. Uh, but that's such a great group, you know, Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, Kristen Wiig, Will and I, Jennifer Coolidge, Lisa Kudrow, Paul Rubens, who did Pee Wee. It's an uh, incredible institution. And... Uh, Getting to see that when I was a child, when my dad was one of the founders back in 1978, was a real privilege, you know? No doubt. All right, let's talk about 40 Love. It's an interesting story. It's a a young guy in his 20s. He's a stats whiz, and he figures out uh, how he can help a tennis star, uh, a lovely young lady, defeat her opponents. And so he takes a cross-country trip to New York, and therein the mishaps and hilarity ensue. I love that line, hilarity in the <laughs> I mean, that is such a classic. Let's just put hilarity in the <laughs> <laughs> Because it doesn't sue, but it's just such a, uh, 
just when hilarity ensues because you never. It's just it's an easy way to say what happened. Yeah, uh, and it is true. If nowadays if people say hilarity ensues, it's not sarcastic. It really is true. Yeah, he doesn't do. Especially when you have someone like Fred Wolf behind the camera writing and directing. Right. Uh, it's going to be honest. And uh, Fred is such a talent, man. He's such a good buddy. And, uh, man, I'm such a fan of his work. He did House Bunny. He did Black Sheep and Tommy Boy. He was a great writer on SNL. Mm-hmm. He's worked for Spade for years. Um, and he's just a brilliant, brilliant, one of those brilliant guys uh, that you would love to be part of. Uh, when it comes to having a project that he's doing, you know, and he put me in 40 Love, and I was like, yeah, sure. And he let me rewrite some of the lines so I could have fun with it, and um, apparently the scene sticks out, so I'm happy with that. But overall, it's a romantic comedy about two other cast members, and uh, it's great. It's really, really great and very sweet and very funny and very well-directed and well-written and uh, highly recommended. Last question uh, for you. So yeah, no, last question for you. Your character, you don't you don't play another guy named Pisson, do you? That is from Corky Romano. I and know. we know that. <laughs> <laughs> Corky <What's> Romano <laughs> I like that movie. Yeah, well thank you. Um it's funny, you know, it has a really good cast. Peter Falk, Chris Penn and mm-hmm. uh Pete Berg and yeah. um you know, Vanessa Shaw, it's a great cast. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing that um, for, for Disney. You know, I, I've never done a Disney movie, and uh, that was a Disney movie. And um, I got to write that as well and star in it as well. And um, that was a real honor. And I had a lot of fun and learned a lot from it. Um, and, um, yeah, people seem to really like it. It's interesting to see how this new generation of kids in their early 20s Seem to be huge fans of, of of these movies I've done years ago, like Night at the Roxbury, Corky Romano, or Monkey Bone. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't know. And uh, some movies just fizzle away and never refer to again, but these seem to be recalled and uh, appreciated and honored. And uh, when I see these fans, it just really is surreal to see that there's such fanmanship for some of these movies. Um, and if you go to my Instagram, Chris Kahan Official, you can see that I posted so many videos that people did for Halloween. You know, when it came to a costume of theirs, uh, they would dress up the Roxbury guys or Mango. People dressed up their dog as Mango. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, wow, that's really funny. I'm like, I just hope that dog is okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, listen, I know uh, you got to, I know yeah. you got to run. Your your peeps are telling me you got to run. Everybody, check out Forty yeah. Love. It's a, it's available now, Apple TV uh, Plus, with our guest Chris Catan. Hey, Chris, man, loved having you on, and uh, hope to have you on soon, buddy. Thanks, man. Chris Catan official Instagram. If you want to check me out and communicate. There he is. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bound. either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, 
Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. his servants. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to be joined by a prognosticator from a company called Against the Number. 
And we're going to be doing this in the third hour, uh, not today, but because uh, we had Chris Kattan, but we're going to be doing it at 11-12 uh, going forward here. And uh, so, and we'll be doing different sports. I'm not a betting guy because I always lose. Rick, you don't know what you're doing. I had uh, Chris Moneymaker on the show yesterday. And, uh, you know, he just said there's an innate thing about being able to read someone and knowing, you know, who's going to, who's going to do well and what card they're going to get and what card are they bluffing and what's the reaction is. I don't have that yet, but we do have that with Noah Parker coming up in the next segment. Lines are available 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, on Mondays, I talk to my Super 16 pollsters, college football Hall of Famers, writers, broadcasters, people who have votes. And all year, I've been asking them here and there, Cincinnati Bearcats, is this the year that they get in since they're ranked two? And everybody has basically said, hey, if they run the table, I don't see how they get left out of these four teams. Well, they got some bad news yesterday because Cincinnati, we got our uh, little report on the CFP rankings, and they ain't in the top four. Yeah. The yawning gap between the Bearcats AP writing and the CFP ranking is pretty bad. And the worst news for Cincinnati, it has almost no chance to go higher. They basically need everybody else to just choke. And um, Gary Barta, who's the committee chair, he told Yahoo Sports... After that Notre Dame win, look at who else they've beaten. Look at who else they've played. Well, Cincinnati is going to play SMU, who are 7-1 and one in Dallas. They could play Houston, who has only one loss, in the AAC title game. But the problem with those two teams is neither one of them is ranked. And UTSA, University of Texas San Antonio, can you say Adobe? There's no basement at the Alamo. They are number 16 in the Associated Press, and they're uh, 8-0, but they ain't going to get involved. So it means that the Bearcats have to have perfection, and it means everybody else has to have chaos from now on there. Uh Barta said, we don't talk about a ceiling at all. I'm not ready to say there's a ceiling. Well, how does that work? Because what you're going to get now and what you have is just more pro SEC chatter. The placement of Alabama at number two, despite losing to A&M, who's 14. I mean, this is the thing for the Crimson Tide. It puts them in place for a different kind of history because it is now not inconceivable that Alabama wins the West of their games, they go to the SEC title game, and they lose to Georgia, and they still get in the playoffs. They'll be the first two-team loss in the college football playoff because if they play Georgia, and that's one versus two, and they lose, they can say, we lost to one. So why should we go down? The worst they would go down, I would think, would be to four, and that still puts them in. And what would help Alabama's potential case is that it closes its season with that showcase game against Auburn, who are ranked 13th. And then that could solidify their argument to get in with two losses. So 
I know it's hard. It is. But the 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 eye test and the head-to-head matchups, that's what appears to matter. And I think the best example of that came from number eight Oklahoma, who has the brand power, but looked very pedestrian, struggling against mediocre teams like the Tulane Green Wave or Kansas, which is a basketball school, or West Virginia or K-State. They're undefeated. They get a lot of credit for that. And the defensive struggles with that team have been discussed. And the close calls are seen by the committee, just like everyone else. And the Caleb Williams at quarterback switch that energized their program. But the head-to-head matchups I was talking about, right now, Oregon barely gets in at number four and Ohio State is out. Both teams are 7-1. and one. Well, why the Ducks? Well, <laughs> because the Ducks beat Oregon head-to-head. <clears throat> and that definitely is going to carry some weight. So uh, as much as we were saying, hey, it's finally time, it's finally time, not so much. Not so much finally time uh, as we speak. 1-800-878-PLAY. I saw a halfway report on the draft pick so far and how they're doing and what grade they can give. I always love these letter grades. There's a report from Chris Trapasso, who I've interviewed a couple of times before from CBS Sports. He's a football writer, NFL writer. But, you know, you look at Trevor Lawrence, he gives him a C minus. He has not played like a once in a generation prospect through seven games. He just haven't, but hasn't, but he's playing on a totally crappy team. You know, uh, he's routinely clanking layup throws. He's uncharacteristically panicking inside the pocket. But, you know, he's got a ways to go before he gets sort of that C-. minus. But Zach Wilson, he gets a D plus. I mean, Mike White threw for 405 yards against the Bengals. That might be a monstrous aberration. But it makes Wilson's rocky start look a lot worse. And a lot of stats were made in garbage time when the defense was giving him more. But outside of that performance against Tennessee where he threw for nearly 300 yards, he has not played well. Trey Lance gets a D plus. And we all knew that this guy needed more time. How much did he even play in college? He didn't even play at a big college. But he hasn't looked ready when he's been in. He had that lone start against the Cardinals and a lot of scrambling and I mean, he really should get an incomplete. He's only attempted 48 passes. He's the quarterback of the future that they gave up the future to get, the near future anyway, a bunch of first-round picks. Kyle Pitts, a B. Remember, the Falcons kept the training wheels on him, and I don't know why. Then the light bulb went on, and they go, hey, why don't we throw to him? And so now, back-to-back 100-yard efforts in week six and seven. But then in week eight, uh, the Panthers keyed on him, so they'll have to figure out how to get through but really the first a plus is jamar chase at five and i mentioned i had carson palmer on the show i go do you get the tackle or do you get burrow's buddy from lsu and he said as much as you like to get burrow go for the tackle but then again the raiders did that with robert gallery and that didn't take larry fitzgerald who's going to the hall of fame first ballot hall of famer and uh chase right now is the offensive rookie of the year he's having a randy moss-esque debut averaging eight yards a catch you know, uh, damn good. Jalen Waddle, of course, taking over his teammate, the Heisman winner. He was supposed to be the best wide receiver in the draft. And 
and he's getting a C minus here. Remember, he doesn't really have much of a quarterback. Sorry to uh, uh, Panay Sewell. That's who the Detroit Lions took at seven, and that's who Carson Palmer said they should take Panay Sewell out of Oregon, the tackle. And he's looked a little bit better lately. Didn't start off great. He's only 12 years old, and he only played for two years in the Pac-12. J.C. Horn has an incomplete because he's been on IR. Patrick Sertain, Jr., a B-. Devontae Smith, a C. Justin Fields, C-. Micah Parsons gets an A-. Remember, he was the best linebacker in the entire draft. Rashawn Slater, who was the other tackle out of Alabama, protecting, uh, what's his name, Uh, Justin Herbert's blindside. Fantastic job so far. Gets an A. Mac Jones with the B. Alex Leatherwood, D. The only reason he doesn't get an F is because he still plays, but he got switched to guard after three games. Wow. Mike Mayock. How about that? Kadarius Toney gets a B plus. I'm just looking to see anybody else gets a good grade. Uh, Christian Derisaw, the tackle, gets an A minus. Najee Harris, C plus. I give him a B. ATN, uh, Travis ATN out for the year before the Jags can even use him. The Jags just have no luck. Cornerback Greg Newsom is an A at the 27th overall pick. Remember, these are all early numbers. We'll keep an eye on them one way or the other. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. When we come back, we'll do a little prognosticating with Noah Parker. Just one spray of Microband 24. Your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24. The sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759 
Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Wouldn't you like the edge when you head to your sports book to play today's game? Wouldn't you like to have the expertise of handicappers who specialize in the sport you are betting on? Well, you can get it at AgainstTheNumber.com. Why should the bookmakers have the advantage? Go to AgainstTheNumber.com. Give yourself the advantage of highly skilled, reasonably priced sports handicappers focused on one thing, helping you Beat the books. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll find numerous reasonably priced sports-specific specialist packages to help you get the edge on the sports books. So, if you're looking for a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of sports handicappers focused only on beating the books, you need to visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Yeah. We're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Break. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Ah, that's some messed up stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast. Want to wish everyone a happy Diwali. Uh, Those of you who celebrate it, uh, of course, mostly uh, Hindus, uh, Sikhs, some Buddhists uh, as well. It's the Festival of Lights and one of the major festivals uh, of those uh, religions. So uh, happy Diwali. We're looking uh, for our guest, and when we get him, we'll uh, throw him on the air. Oh, he's ready now. Sorry. Uh, let's go to him then. We have uh, Noah Parker, and he's here from Against the Number. By the way, a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports book at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of season, one month, one week, one day, one year specialist specifics packages, and the prices are reasonable. The tracking and distribution process is simple, and the results are real. Againstthenumber.com is the website, and uh, Noah Parker is one of their experts when it comes to the NBA. Noah, welcome to the show. And uh, for you, uh, as you look through the uh, the standings, and it's really early, as we know, but who are some of the teams that are surprising you by playing well and who are disappointing you and playing very poorly? Well, I appreciate you having me on, first of all. Um, it's been a, uh, not the greatest start for me for this season, but, hey, everyone's adjusting. Um, to your question, though, it's been really uh, different. You know, when you look at the way the style of play has been playing 
compared to the last few years. The, the whistles have got a lot tighter. Everyone's saying the basketball's different. You know, the totals are getting lower. So, you know, with all of that instead, obviously the top two teams at the top, you know, the Lakers and the Nets, you can say that they haven't been playing up to up to par, and that's who everybody knows right out the gate. Everyone knows the Lakers and Nets are supposed to meet up in the finals. That's what everybody's been saying. So, first of all, they have been the biggest surprise of not showing much as yet this early. Hey, you know, you look at the stats, and there are lies, there are damn lies, and then there are statistics, but the Lakers, their points for and their points against, they're one more in points for. They're just they're not playing the defense they need to. Hello? Oh, I, you broke up there. I couldn't hear what you said. Oh, I was just saying, if you, as I said, statistics don't always tell the story, but if you look at points for and points against, the Lakers are one point more in points scored than points given up, and that just shows that there's a lot of defensive uh, breakdowns there so far. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one part of right there. That's pretty, that's pretty big, but... Uh, overall, uh, the scoring has been down pretty much all over the league. And the style of play hasn't changed, but uh, like you said, uh, with that point right there, it's going to be interesting because it's, it's really, it's really early. I mean, usually the season it's, it's only a couple weeks in, so it's hard to really take just this small uh, fraction of games now and try to think it's going to stay that same route overall. But so far, it has been definitely interesting, and, and it's uh, you know raised my eyebrows a bit because the books are already starting to adjust to the the odds makers and. Uh, you know, as handicappers, you have to try to adapt as well. Well, I'm hoping that this trend continues as a Warrior fan. Six and one, and their only loss was an overtime to Memphis, who is an okay team. Uh, I still think they're a bit of a one-man team, that when Steph's not there, they're a completely different outfit. But right now, six and one, what do you think about the Warriors? Uh, yeah, it was a huge output yesterday from Jordan Poole, who, who people consider the fourth flash brother behind Damian Lee. And uh, Clay Thompson, if he ever returns, but you know, a lot, a lot better output from uh, you know somebody like that than you would expect because in a, almost a revenge spot too against a guy like Kelly Oubre, who a lot of Warrior fans I know hate because of how bad he was last year, and you know they wanted to rub it in. So um, I would have to say that. They are performing better, but like you said, you know Steph Curry could be the one man show that we want to see. But when Clay Thompson come back. That they might really that might put them over the over the top of what they used to be before signing Kevin Durant. But we'll, you know, time will tell. We'll see because the teams in the NBA have adjusted, and a lot of people have stolen their style and play almost the exact same 2014-15 style of Warrior basketball. So it'll be fun to watch. You look at the Brooklyn Nets and still five and three without one of their best players. Do you think? Do you have any predictions what's going to happen with uh, Kyrie one way or the other? Well, now with the new um, was the mayor got elected, you know that might change things if he does end up playing home games now. But I mean, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, Odell Beckham, these prima donnas. It's been uh, it's tough to watch from a non-athlete, you know, non-professional standpoint, seeing these these guys not playing games, pulling Stephon Marbury's. Uh, I want to see him in there. I want to see them full strength to see what they're capable of because we only saw it a few times last year, and now with uh, with Aldridge back, they have so many so many weapons to go to. Um, but for now, you know, it's hard to really say this team is, you know, underperformed because if they do get Kyrie back 100%, it's almost like uh, a hidden gem that he gets, he gets the kind of 
take a break through the beginning of the season like Shaquille O'Neal used to do at the tail end of his career and then be full strength when he comes back, and then who knows what they're capable of. And I, you know, was my next question was going to be Simmons with Philly, and you know, you get guys like Seth Curry stepping up, and then you look, and they're six and two overall right now, and they have dug their heels in. I know Daryl Morey said, "Look, one or two things are going to happen. He's either going to come back, which would be great. We'd welcome him back uh, and give a full effort, and Doc will embrace him, or we're trading him for top talent. We're not giving him away, and we might, we might just do this." song and dance for the next four years where he doesn't play. Uh, We've seen athletes, like we saw uh, Wiggins at Golden State, who was going to get 350 k per game. He gave in. He got the vax. He didn't want to give up the money. So, you know, and and bully for him one way or the other what his decision is. But, I mean, right now Ben Simmons is hemorrhaging money. What what are your thoughts on that? It's it's mind-boggling when I look at it that way. But, you know, sometimes these teams actually are better without their stars without even knowing it. Uh, it, may be, it might be a bad example, but losing to Cunha, you know, the rest of the Braves team woke up and, they, you know, they made a run to the World Series even though they were already missing their ace pitcher. And then losing a slugger in Marcelo Zuna down the road, you know, you rally together, you, you guys step up and you play better. I mean, we've seen it with Bryce Harper leaving the Nationals. You know, they won a World Series. You see it all the time in the NBA, too. I mean, it, it, it's in, it happens in many sports. They're very comparable. And, you know, you lose a guy like Ben Simmons, there's a hungrier guy that's ready to take step in that role and, role and, and uh, you know, try to take that job, you know. So it could help. And then when you throw him in at the end of the season, if he ever does start playing again, it'll be great to have a guy like that, that talented, that can help that team, even if they have to come off the bench. Or if they do get something for him, you know they're going to get at least something valuable if they're not just giving him away. So it might work out at the end. Uh, they're playing way better than I thought they would. Um, especially if Embiid can stay healthy, because that's the number one key to that team moving forward anywhere. A couple more questions for AgainstTheNumber.com's Noah Parker. When uh, Obviously, New Orleans is the worst team in the league, and Zion's going to be out until right around Thanksgiving. What do you think about the rest of that team? How many are chips you think moving forward, you know, like the Brandon Ingrams and the the Alexander Walkers, the Grams. How many of these guys are chips? You think upon whom they can build when Zion does get healthy, and and how many of them are just filling up space right now? Yeah, I think a lot of them are filling up space. It's you know I saw that that season total thirty nine, and I couldn't believe it was even that high to begin with. Like you said, one of the top three worst teams in the league, especially if Zion's not playing. They got you know they have some weapons. They have a lot of young talent. Um, it's just the motivations there, and uh, if if they want to win, it's hard seeing this franchise look so bad the last ten years. Then they get a, then they get a you know basically a free number one pick out of nowhere that you know nobody expected them to get, and they don't do anything with it. So it's really up to Zion to see if you know he wants to get out there and play, and then these other pieces will you know will get there and uh, play behind him. And uh, it's it's really tough though to try to you know prognosticate what that franchise is going to do because it seems like they go through the same thing over and over, uh, same merry-go-round. And you know there's been talks of them leaving the city and and starting a franchise somewhere else, even Las Vegas. So all in all, at the end of the day, it's it's really up to Zion Williamson. Yeah, the Jazz already moved to a state where there's not a lot of Jazz. Uh, No offense to to Utah, but. you know, when I when I look in the East, and you know, as we were saying, it's really early. Should we be taking the Chicago Bulls seriously? You know, I had him. Uh, I I didn't have him as as high as everybody else. I, I actually took him under on the season total, mm-hmm. uh, just because so much young talent, just a couple veterans. 
thrown in there with Vucevic and DeRozan. And, you know, I'm not, I've never been a big Scott Brooks uh, – I've never been a big um, uh, Donovan fan uh, as their head coach because, he, you know, he does well with, with young guys. But when you throw a bunch of players in there, he just – you know, he, he's not as good as I thought he was, you know, coming out of Florida when he couldn't really get that team, that Thunder team, to the, that championship. And he struggles with, you know, trying to rebuild teams. And you throw a bunch of stars together and a bunch of – young talent athletes together. I didn't think they were going to be this good this fast. They gelled real quick, so I might have to adjust to that because I'm, I'm loving the way they're playing right now. Only one loss uh, going into yesterday. <clears throat> but, you know, they're, like I said, they're a young team. I still think they'll regress a little bit. But for now, they're flying high, and uh, a lot of Bulls fans I know are pretty pretty happy with the direction they're going. But just a, such, a big, such a big turnover from the last few years, and to see them playing this well, it, it did surprise me. Last question for you. When you look at Boston, and they've got a lot of talent, but you got Jalen Brown making some comments, you know, Smart making some comments as well, uh, you know, a little team meeting one one way or another, Tatum having – I mean, that's the last thing you want is finger-pointing. Do you think that this is this portends for the Boston Celtics to be dysfunctional the rest of the year, or is this a clear-the-air thing, and now they're all going to get on the same uh, – pull in the same direction? I hope it's a, I hope it's your latter point. I, I think they they can pull it together like that game yesterday. They looked uh, pretty dismal the first half and came back and and blew the magic out out of out the you know out the frame after losing the game before that, having a big lead um, to a pretty good team like we just talked about in Chicago and blowing it in in the fourth quarter. Um, like but like we all know, this a young coach they have first time doing it, but you know they're they're. Uh, their superstars, quote unquote, in uh, Brown and Tatum are also still very young. They're not wily veterans that have, you know, have been in the league ten years. Um, they've just had a couple runs in the Eastern Conference. So, I, I, you know, I, I really still look at them as a young team with not a lot of veteran presence, but they have enough talent to where they can just turn it around, have a fresh start, and make a run. So, they're good enough to be there at the end in the top four or five seeds in the East. It's just up to them if they want if they can mentally uh, do it. That's Noah Parker with AgainstTheNumber.com. Check it out for all your prognostications. Noah, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate you having me. Have a great day. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. All right. uh, I saw this little uh, blurb today about the 10 highest paid athletes of all time. Now, they adjusted the numbers to reflect inflation. So like what your money earned in the 70s or 80s, what it would be earned now, whatever. Number one. Now, this is the highest paid athletes of all time in the history of Earth. We'll get to Neptune and Uranus tomorrow, and my anus. Uh, Michael Jordan, number one, two point six two billion. This is 
of course, endorsements and everything else. Tiger Woods, $2.1 billion. Arnold Palmer, $1.5 billion. Jack Nicholas, $1.38 billion. Of course, those two are adjusted. Uh, fifth all-time, Cristiano Ronaldo, $1.24 billion. Then Floyd Mayweather, $1.2 billion. LeBron James at seven, one point one seven billion. Lionel Messi at eight, one point one four billion. Right behind him, Michael Schumacher, the uh, race car driver from Deutschland, big soccer fan by the way, one point one three billion. And then tenth, we get a tennis player, the Swiss Miss or Swiss Mister. Uh, Roger Federer, or Roger Federer, he comes in at $1.12 billion. So two basketball players, three golfers, two soccer players, a boxer, a race car driver, and a tennis player. No football players, no baseball players. Baseball used to be the number one sport for getting paid. Uh, football was always the lowest. Uh, but, uh, yeah, nobody in there. Tom Brady's mad. I'm Rick Tittle. We will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.